Hello and welcome to what we do on our holidays. From international travel to staycations, everything you love about travel will be featured here on what we do on our holidays. Hello and welcome to what we do on our holidays. This is episode five. I can't believe that it's been five weeks already. It has absolutely flown past and we actually have a very special episode for you today. So in this episode, it is a group podcast. We have three of my very good friends on and who are also my work colleagues. We have Louise Sharkey, who used to live in Canada. She's got some very interesting stories about Turkey and St. Lucia. Nina Rapalini, who has been to Italy many times, the Greek islands. And Elaine Donaldson, who is... She's done a European tour and altogether they went down to London and I was very excited to speak to them because they're just, the three of them are absolutely hilarious altogether. So let's get them on. Well, all welcome to what we do in our holidays. Thank you for having us. (laughs) We have Nina, we have Louise and unfortunately Elaine. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, as I love to ask every guest. And I'll ask each individual answers, please. What makes a holiday to you? Being able to not have to answer my phone. Oh. Adventures. You like to see new stuff. Elaine, that was very generic. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't think of anything. And Louise? Mine would be just letting loose and making a cut of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Can't say words like that. And Louise, I think we're going to start with you today. Oh, okay, yeah, go for that. So, you've been travelling around a lot. Living in Canada. She does get around, does Louise. Um, Living in Canada, making a fool of yourself in Turkey. Did you go to Canada, Louise? (laughs) (laughs) I lived in Canada, that's true. How long did you live in Canada for? Yeah, I lived in Canada for, like... A year and a half, maybe, just over a year. A year and a half. God, that's quite a long time. Yeah, and then uh, my visa ran out. <laughs> <laughs> they popped her right out. Kicked out the country. Yeah, I did. Wait, did you have a job in Canada as well? Yes, I was a dog groomer, Look. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, <laughs> listeners with Louise, everything is very random. Very random. <laughs> so you must have had some tra- good travel experiences in Canada, though. Oh, I had lovely times. So I um, I lived and worked in Vancouver Island, mm-hmm. Victoria, BC. And uh, then my partner at the time, Crick, <laughs> 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 his mum, his, his family and all that lived in Ontario, um, Kingston, Ontario, which is the other side of Canada, right? So we used to drive through there for Christmas, used to drive through there for his brother's wedding, like summer and that. So what happened is we used to drive go to Vancouver and cross at the Peace Arches into Seattle. Oh, and drive right. from the west coast of America right through to the east coast, go back in through um, Niagara Falls. So we did 10 states, 10 American states in five days. Because it was cheaper to do it the American side. Like, That's crazy. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? So I, it was amazing. We went to Washington, Chicago, no, sorry, Seattle, and then Montana, Idaho, Wisconsin, Illinois. We stayed in Chicago for a night. We seen Mount Rushmore. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. It was a, a brilliant experience. That literally sounds like the like people do that as trips of a lifetime. Yeah, it was excellent. And uh, we just had like a mattress in the back of the truck. <laughs> we just had a mattress in the back of the truck, and then like, every day we just used to go to, like you know the actual diners that are in the movies. Oh yeah. Like we went there, and it was truck stops, and like uh, where the truckers were showering, that, and we would go in and like shower and. Oh, it sounds amazing. Yeah. And then you were in Canada for a year and a half and then you just came back here. Yeah. To Scotland. Well, yes, well that's another story. So that <laughs> that trip I was telling you that I kept taking like through um Kingston, Ontario. Mm-hmm. So I was on a visa, right, and it was coming to an end, and then I applied to get my visa extended. All right, so yeah. There they just, like, so when you apply and you've not heard back, you're on a thing called implied status, right, which basically means you can't leave that country until mm-hmm. you hear back. So anyway, we were going to, Marcel, that was my partner at the time, we were going to his brother's wedding in Kingston, Ontario. So again, we wanted to take that trip and it's cheaper to go through America. So we went to the Peace Arches again. We tra- We crossed through Vancouver into Seattle. And as soon as I got to America, yeah, immigration people were like, um, you were on implied status, you weren't supposed to leave Canada. And then I was like, all oh, right, okay, shit. Oh, fuck, I forgot all about that. Turned the car around, went back up into the Peace Arches through into Vancouver. And Canada's like, you can't come in here because you were on implied status and you've left. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was like, what? And then they're like, you can't come back into Canada because you you broke the rules, you were on implied status and you left the country. And I was like, I just went right down to that border. And they were like, yeah, but you left the country. Like, it was stamped or whatever. And then I was like, well, what am I going to do? Like, fucking one of these is going to have to take me. I can't sit in between these borders <laughs> for the rest of my life. Louise and Limbo. I know. <laughs> America took me <laughs> for five days. Yeah, so then I had to cross in through the Niagara Falls and then I got a stamp in my passport. Two days, you have to go back to the UK. Oh my God. Yeah. So your trip and living in Canada of a lifetime was just ended like that? Had you planned to be there longer if it had been for that? Yeah, well, I was, pl- I was applying for another six months. Right. I was going to move on. I can't speak to all three of you and not talk about your good old trip to London. A nice wee holiday to London. And I would love to start that off with Flanta. Please, please tell the story of Flanta. Tell us this. Well, 
Time no, spell, it started a while before the London trip, and I had said we were, I think we were in the drive-through for McDonald's or something, and Elaine refused to accept she was part of this conversation. But she <laughs> and Louise had asked for a flat Fanta, and I said um, we're driving through, just being stupid. I, I've got a bit of a stupid sense of humour sometimes, and I'm like, yeah, but you know that that's called Flanta. And Louise is like, really, is it? And I'm like, no, it's a joke, right? So that was basically <laughs> it. So then a couple of months later, however long later, we're all getting ready to travel down to London. And I think you were coming from work, weren't you? I came yeah, we straight from work. So, no, Central. Central. I, I was at Central before them. So I said, right, I'm here. What do you want from Burger King? I'll go and pick it up. So Nina texts and is like, exit there, this and that. Diet Coke and a flanter. So I'm like, cool, that's fine. Goes all the way up to the uh, Burger King. And I was like, can I have this, this, and this? Uh, two Diet Cokes and a Flanta. <laughs> the girl's girl like, do you mean Fanta? And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I mean Fanta because it's a thing you do. And she's like, no, we only do Fanta. And I was like, no, flat Fanta. It's called Flanta. It's like, apparently you do that here. <laughs> and she started arguing with the arguing women. With the work Burger, Burger King, King employee. I like, told her, no, it's a thing you do here. I was like, so <laughs> to be your manager. Can't on that. But I was just like, oh, all right, okay. Well, never mind, just give me a Fanta. So that was fine. So gets, just as the food, like they gave me the food, they two arrived. We went and sat down. I said to Louise, oh, Louise, I'm really sorry, but they didn't. They don't do Fanta. It's like, so I just had to get you Fanta. <laughs> and then Rihaila did not ask for Fanta. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they were like, it's eight <laughs> They're like, it's not a thing. And I'm like, what? And then I felt like I had to go up and apologise to the poor Burger King lady because I was starting <laughs> She's obviously new. <laughs> Wait, did you apologise? No, I never. I felt like. Oh, right. But I've never been back to that Burger King, so I've done. Flanta should be a thing. Like that's how I thought it was a thing. I think Flanta sounds horrible. Well, it's basically just. It's basically like orange juice. Just orange juice. Like a yeah. Bubble with hardly any of it. <laughs> basically, like diluted orange, really. Yeah. Let's so, be honest. That set the tone and we laughed constantly oh, for the entire laugh. weekend. Oh, I mean, what a good start to a holiday that is. Oh, that was it. That was the start. Taking yeah. the piss right out of me, yeah. Just uh, very much. The whole weekend. Elaine's a bit of a victim when she's she, when the three of us get together. Yeah, and when you're there, Luke as well, if you're to be victims of Luke. Victims nice. of Luke. No, victims of Luke can go away. I'm nothing but nice. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> um... So you went down to London for DragCon, which I can't yeah. believe is actually a thing. Oh yes, oh good. yes, good. It, it was, was amazing. So good. And then we had a wee friend in the train, didn't we? No, no, we did. We had a couple of friends actually. One of them was Hillary. Hillary. <laughs> Hillary was this random figure that Lady had in her pocket that she stole from one of the kids at nursery. No, oh I, my God. I it and I'd forgotten all about it. One of the kids had done something with it. I don't know, and I put it in my pocket as you do. And then it wasn't until I went to sit on the train. And I was like, what is that in my pocket? Oh, wait. And then we named her Hillary. Hillary. So she kind of joined us on a lot of the trips. Um, and then there was a woman sat with us on the trip. <laughs> Who we thought was foreign. Who we thought was foreign. Don't know why. <laughs> and we didn't, like, we weren't talking about her anything, but we were saying random things. But then it turns out that she could understand every word we were saying. And she was laughing at us the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of embarrassing. God, did this was just all on the train. You hadn't yeah. even got yeah, to London yet. We haven't even reached London yet. Yeah. <laughs> God. But when when you went to DragCon, I take it like what I don't get what ha- what happens at DragCon. You meet all the RuPaul's RuPaul drag RuPaul's drag race queens, like uh, American queens and stuff. 
And oh, all right, okay. British local queens. ones as well. And you can buy like makeup. They have like makeup stands and yeah, and you, and, and you can do meet and greets with them, and um, or just randomly just run up to them and demand a photo with them, like maybe, <laughs> like Elaine did. Oh no, was this the story when Elaine barged past everyone? I didn't yeah. barge past everyone. <laughs> Bendela Creme, who is one of my all-time favourite drag queens, love Bendela Creme, was coming out of doing his meet and greet, and obviously straight away was swarmed by like all these people. No, he was walking towards his meet and greet. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. There's Bendel Creme. And then so all of a sudden there was all these people surrounding him. And uh, I was one of them. And uh, people were just being brazen and just jumping in and getting their pals to take a picture. But I know. So I jumped in because I was like, ah, can't miss <laughs> this opportunity. Um, yeah. No, Elaine will have you believe that, but there was definitely more of a system to people getting so. <laughs> And Elaine so. basically juked to the front. I never. I think Bendel Creme called her. Oh, you're brazen. Oh, she's brazen. <laughs> but I was really just happy to be in Bendel Creme's company. Yeah. But yeah, but we had a great time. Yeah. And we queued up for a long time. Like it was maybe about two, two. hours. Two hours just to get two in. Hours to meet the only natural born woman that was at DragCon, Michelle Visage. Ah, I've heard of Michelle Visage. The queen, Michelle Visage. And she was the loveliest person anybody could wish to meet. You probably pushed her out the way. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) We were very, I was very overexcited the whole time. (laughs) Did you meet RuPaul? RuPaul Uh, wasn't there. Oh, well. What's You're talking about a day and a half and about a grand of a queue to meet like RuPaul, like yeah, it costs you about a grand, yeah, easily. Yeah, that would be every seconds. I know you, you can't you can't be bothered with that. Not when you want to go and see London and stuff like that. Yeah. I know we actually what, we were there for what two nights, two nights or three, two, or three two nights and three days. And I swear to God, look, we've done so much in that time, didn't we? Yes, yeah. like we we went to DragCon. Mm-hmm. We went to Notting Hill Carnival. Oh yeah, that was, was random because we were leaving Dragcon and then we were on the subway and someone was talking about the carnival. So and I googled it and realised it was the same weekend Notting Hill Carnival was on. We went to Notting Hill Carnival with my friend Charlotte, who lives down in London, and then we went to like. Well, then we went the night out to Camden. We went to Camden. Charlotte obviously knows where things are, and we went oh, to like, like the to to Um, and then the next day we did the London tour, like the pop on bus thing, just because. Oh, yeah. Just because we were lazy and wanted to see the sights at the same time. You are very And lazy. I was very surprised at seeing Big Ben so close. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was quite... Um, taken taken by Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Shocked to see it there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we did a ghost tour on uh-huh. the bus. Um, and it was like actors... So it was like um, actors came on at different times on this tour like came on the bus like they were um getting picked up like normal people yeah, all right, but yeah. actually acting so there was one that was like a creepy old lady and i think she was meant to just look like she came out of an asylum or something and anyway she sat next to Elaine. <laughs> oh god <laughs> no and she was acting all weird trying to like distress the bus and stuff and Elaine just fucking gave her a look so <laughs> what you looking at what you're really looking at and it was so funny we just burst out laughing Elaine why are you such a snidey bitch I don't know <laughs> I, I, I never used to be I don't know what happened that poor actress <laughs> must have been terrified 
apparently I give her a shoulder shrug and was pure and for something like I don't really know. Aline, you could be part of the next ghost tour. Why would I want to do that? Because I look creepy and snidey, thanks. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> He's not denying that. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> no. We done loads, we packed a lot into a couple of days. And our hotel, our room was oh. like basically like the fifth floor of this hotel, like this really no narrow list. staircase. So it was like we died every time we had to go up to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> we had to go to the hotel, no lift, no lift, and it was horrific. Like it took. Oh, that's brutal. To yeah. get up and down the stairs. Really good location. It was like right in the middle. It was handy, but aye. And there was a lot of hotels that you can't get three people in one room. So I think that was why we chose that one because yeah. it was cheapest and three people in one room. Ah, good. right. Okay. That's yeah. a thing that needs to change actually about three people in one room. Wait, that's a thing in London. No, but like hardly anywhere does a room for three people unless oh, it's like right, yeah. two adults and a kid. Oh, it's normally like one double bed and then a single bed or something. Aye. I can't remember what they say. I can't remember if it was three. I think it was that. No, I think it was. I can't remember. Double and single. Single. Anyway, but it was good. It was a really nice. Good we had we had such a laugh. Yeah, it was such a laugh. You've been to Italy. You've been to Alicante. You've been to Paris. You've yeah. been everywhere. I've been to quite a lot of places. I've been very lucky in my life. I've been able to travel to quite a few places. Have you been? Um, have you been to Italy quite a few times to see family and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. And when we were younger, we used to go kind of every summer. We spent the summer there. Well, there was like I think three or four summers we spent the summer there. Me and my sister, um, with family. My grand took us over. Um, so we're very lucky to spend the summer there. Um, family still over there. Um, and then since my youth um me and my mum tried to go over um every kind of few years um two of my cousins have got married um over there and the way the italian weddings are just so beautiful oh yeah uh, really really good and then i also went to rome with my friend jenny once as well so that's the first time i'd been to rome or kind of anywhere out with kind of my family's from like um the northern region in la spezia and new genova and pisa oh. um, so i hadn't really been in to really any other venue oh see rome is one place that i'd love to go rome was good rome was good it was expensive but it was very good it's worth um, it yeah but I, you know i don't know if it's just um what's the word if i'm biased but um i would say kind of the region that, that my family from is, is just beautiful it's so beautiful and i would just recommend it to anybody where is it they're from so mainly the spezia which is near pisa um oh. and i've got some family in milan and genova and then we've also got, um, well, La Spezia is quite near the Cinque Terre, which is just the most beautiful place ever. It's beautiful. It's like, imagine Balamori with all the different colours. <laughs> I'm not really saying it, I don't know. But <laughs> with all the different coloured Come to Italy and see Balamori. But all the different coloured houses and stuff, but on like this cliff base, and it's just absolutely stunning. And it's got the best food, and it's well known to have like the best focaccia in the whole of Italy. Oh, um, right, we're going. It's, it's so good. I'll, I'll be your tour guide. Oh, amazing. And Elaine, you went to Rome, did you not? I did. But you, <laughs> but you fell out. You fell out with a friend in Rome, did you not? <laughs> I don't think I've heard this. <laughs> you would have done. It's why did I tell Luke anything? Like <laughs> no, me and Charlotte, <clears throat> my best friend, when we were eighteen, she was seventeen. We went on a tour of Europe. 
um, and one of the places that we visited was Rome. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went, I don't know why we did this, you know, Charlotte was actually underage, but anyway, we went on a Homer Simpson pub crawl. Now, what Homer Simpson has to do with Italy, and, uh, nothing, nothing whatsoever. <laughs> but we went anyway, and it basically involved them pouring drink down your neck every time you walked into a pub. So, like, you would stand in a queue to get in, and they would just pour spirits down your neck. So we were steaming. And, um, yeah, I uh, was winching this guy. I don't even know who he is. So no. The and, usual uh, from Charlotte, a link. Shut up. Charlotte <laughs> tried to, I think, and Charlotte said, she was doing me a favour, and it, it was probably, but she tried to take my bag off me, thinking that I would either lose it or somebody would steal it while my attention was diverted or something, I don't know. And I went mental and tried, I don't even know why, we were drunk. Um, yeah, and we ended up like falling out and like leaving each other in the middle of Rome, steaming. Um, yeah, but then we all just kind of, we just like met each other and then we were like, it's fine. This, the moment's gone, we're fine, we fell out for like no reason for like 10 minutes <laughs> uh, then the next morning, because we were on a budget obviously touring Europe we were staying in like hostels and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, they were all really nice Like I can't, and this, this one in particular was very good because the guy every night about 6 o'clock brought out like this big massive like tray of pasta for everybody to eat but it was good um, but yeah, the next morning obviously I'm like rough and going, oh, the thought of stoking about in the sun when I'm rough is like the worst thing ever um, and Charlotte was like, get up, we're only here for a couple of days, you know, we're going to do stuff. And um, rolled over, and we were on, like, bunk beds, obviously, in a hostel. Rolled over, and the first person I see is the guy that I'd went with the night before. He was staying in the same hostel, and I was like, oh, I'm not getting oh. up now. Fuck my life, I'm oh. staying here. Is that sharing a room, basically? No, we weren't. He was, like, it was, like, dorm room type thing, so uh. there was, like, all kind of females in one room, and then right. guys in the other. But it was all separated by a corridor, so somebody must have walked into our room just as I rolled over, and there's him in the corridor of our hostel, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> here. So I was like, oh, for God's sake, just get up there. Nope. But yeah, that was that was not good. I was rough as. Rough as. Oh, you're just a bit of a riot, Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> and continuing with Nina. Elaine, it's not all about you, remember. <laughs> <laughs> you've also you've been to one place that I really want to go back to because I I went years and years ago when I was younger but I've never had the chance to go back which is Greece oh yes Yes. how how was your time in Greece Greece was wonderful I've been to a few different islands in Greece I can't even remember all the ones I've been to um I did I think I did Falaraki and there was like a time that I was there and there was like a a TV show that they were doing, and we seen them filming it. And thankfully, I don't think we made an appearance on the TV show. So <laughs> the, the strip filming on the the strip in Falaraki about um, the nightlife and everything, which was a bit of a shambles. Um, and I've been to Rhodes and many, many a different place. Um, it was good, good times. Oh, I want to go to Greece. Greece is lovely. I would recommend Greece. Oh, yeah. One of the I Greek islands. When did you go to Greece for a day? I went to Greece for a day. Oh, we in. Where were you? I was in Turkey. Oh, and got a wee boat trip to Greece? Yeah. As you do. And I get steaming. <laughs> <laughs> no lady. I went to Greece also, just FYI, where we're talking about Greece. Uh, all about Greece. It's all about me again. <laughs> <laughs> just had your say. I've had my moments, never mind. Yeah. Wait, so Louise, you travel, you were in Turkey and then you travelled through to Greece for just the day. Is, it, yeah. is this the boat trip thing? Yeah. So I was in Bodrum. 
and uh, I was in a big five-star resort to get upgraded, Green Beach. Anyway, we got our boat from Bodrum over to Coast for the day. Mm-hmm. East went through the customs and all this, and uh, we ended up in Coast on the beach, and it's all pubs along the beach, so it was me, my dad, and my friend Joseph, and we just get absolutely steaming, right? And then the, bo- the boat going back to Turkey left at like seven o'clock at night, so we're trying to run back to get this boat. And like my dad's not making it, and like, oh, we're not going to make it, we're not going to make it, Stephen. And my friend Joseph, who's absolutely right, so that's fine, we'll just get a taxi up the road. And I'm like, Joshua, we're in a different fucking country. <laughs> <laughs> but I, was a, I we just went for a day, it was brilliant. And how was your time in Turkey? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always no, is I, with you. I've been to Turkey a couple of times, but uh, this time I was there with my dad and my friend Joseph, and we just had a scream man the whole time. It was just a laugh from beginning to end for me. Uh, oh, I'll tell you a funny story. We were at, there was a nightclub on the resort, right? Mm-hmm. And anyway, my dad went to bed early. We all shared a room, and uh, jo- Joseph went home from the nightclub, just left me there. Unattended. So what happens when you leave, leave Louise unattended? Carnage. I walk in the room with a big massive stray dog with blue eyes. <laughs> and then they woke up the next day and I was in bed with a dog with blue eyes. A homeless dog. That happened to us in Greece as well, actually. Why is everyone taking dogs off the street? My pal stole a dog when we went to Cavos. I was really unwell. I had really bad sunstroke and I was covered in bites and whatever. And I was kind of in and out and I was like sleeping and I'd been out because it was the last night of the holiday and I was like, no, I'm going to go out. But I was burst. There was no point in me going out. Anyway, went back to the hotel, fell asleep. And then I woke up like later on and they had all came back from the pub and I just saw this tail wagging at the end of the bed. And I'm like, fucking what? Like, I didn't know if I was like out of it because I was so unwell or what. But no, no, the girls had stole a dog and... They dressed it up and put clothes on it and all that. It was pure random. Oh but we've got the best picture I've ever seen in my life is my friend Colleen took a selfie with this dog and the dog is smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's the best picture you've ever seen in, in your life. Where everybody's drunk and yeah. I can't so dogs say, apparently are victims of our, our holidays. I can't say I've ever taken a dog on holiday. Uh, not, not on holiday, but I've actually taken a dog off the streets on holiday. No, never, never stolen a dog. Not in your, <laughs> not in your experience, Nina. No, not so far. <laughs> not so far. Still time. Still time. Louise, was that the same turkey holiday where you seemed to have a wee jet ski accident? That was the same one. <laughs> um, me and my friend Joseph, we went out in a jet ski and we toppled it. And I was trapped underneath it. <laughs> And I won't have to come out and rescue me. Oh, God. And Joseph said he'd seen me. I had a pair of silken glasses. <laughs> 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 I can't use them from underneath the jigs. I don't know what was happening. was trapped on my costume or something. I couldn't get out. Oh, my God. That is very dangerous. Get up and I couldn't get up. It was horrible. Jeez. Oh, my God. And, Louise, it seems to be that you keep getting left on holiday alone. Well, alone on holiday. Because... You yeah. were international again to St. Lucia, and this is when you were left alone on a beach, and of course, something is bound to happen. Yes, so this story is, I went to St. Lucia with uh, my auntie Harriet, my dad's sister, and her daughter, because her daughter was getting married over there, 
Now, this was a couple's resort, right? It was a sandals resort, beautiful paradise. Um, and so I was over because I was a bridesmaid. All paid for, didn't even pay a penny. Um, so <laughs> there, and anyway, they were at the swim up beach bar or something, and I was down in the beach on my own, just sitting there, enjoying the Caribbean Sea, the wee cocktail. And next thing, this big Rastafarian man walks along, right? And he's got two horses. <laughs> this sounds like a He's got a white horse and a brown horse, right? He gives me a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm walking along the beach with this horse and he's got a horse, right? And we walk to like the other part another part of the resort, like right out of the resort, which is quite dangerous in some way. I shouldn't have really done that. Um tied our horses up to a tree right on the beach. And then like, you know, like in cartoons. These Rastafarian guys have big, massive cone joints. Yeah. Fills out one of them. So the two of us are sitting on the beach smoking it. Wrecked. Anyway, <laughs> after that, I went back to the resort and my auntie Harriet's there sitting in the swim up pool bar. And then I woke up to her and she's like, What's wrong with your eyes? This is probably about two o'clock. Two o'clock in the afternoon, I was like, Harriet, then you go back to the room, give me the key. Because I was sharing that bedroom with Auntie Harriet, right? Mm-hmm. So she gave me the she gave me the key to go back to the room. I went back to the room and I slept. Like I just went to sleep and that was me the whole night until like from two o'clock in the afternoon I slept till like eleven o'clock the next morning, right? I didn't wake up at all. And then oh I, woke my God. Up, I woke up the next morning and then Auntie Harriet just looked at me. And I was like, Oh shit. And I fucking peed all over the bed. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to put this red dress on so the stain came out of the dress. Oh my god. And I peed all over my Auntie Harriet's Jasmine died the bed, right? <laughs> but then Auntie Harriet was like soaking, like actually swimming in the bed. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That's a story you should be telling so freely. I know. So that was massive Lisha, but also in Lisha, um, <laughs> I actually came back with the attendance manager. <laughs> she brought him home in the suitcase. Like. So, yeah. So, there was an oh. entertainment manager there called Tyan. And uh, me and Tyan hit it off and we had a holiday romance. And then a month later, he was in the cloud bar in Helen's bar. Oh my god. Oh my. God. <laughs> Oh my! In your relationship, you've never got a dull moment, Louise. No, no, no. no you really don't. <laughs> never. I was paradise, but. And speaking of people getting high on holidays, Elaine, you have experience in this field. <laughs> Elaine Donaldson. <laughs> Elaine Donaldson. Right, she's so squeaky clean now, Elaine. Nah, people know I'm not squeaky clean. Well, basically, yes. I've been to Amsterdam a few times, and. Uh, the last time we were there, uh, you don't you underestimate. I think how strong the cake is. Oh, is it space cake you had? The space cake, like oh, I mean, we smoked a few a few wee bits also, but oh my, a spiked Victoria cake. sponge. <laughs> it was like a chocolate brownie. It was like so stereotypical chocolate brownie. But yeah, um, had a full slice to myself, thinking just a cake with a wee bit of hash in it. But fine. Oh no, 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 no. Right, uh, we went to the ice bar no recollection of being in the ice bar. We decided to pay all this money to go on like one of the river cruises around Amsterdam, mm-hmm. canal cruise thing. Um, 
yeah, I've got the photos from that is the is basically five photos of the same thing. Uh, no recollection of being on that either. <laughs> I couldn't understand why Google Maps was taking us in like across motorways and that. Like we basically crossed over a motorway. Um <laughs> and then like Google Maps was saying, Oh yeah, you're like a minute away. And then we would follow the directions that was saying you're now five minutes away. And I'm like, I don't understand. But <laughs> turns out we were there for I think we were there for about three days. And for the first two days of being there, uh, Google Maps thought we were a car. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't changed the setting on it. So we spent two days in Amsterdam crossing motorways and crossing busy roads with it thinking that we were a car and out were tree, basically. So how I'm still alive after that is pretty oh, Because in Amsterdam, you've obviously got to dodge bikes and trams and obviously cars. And oh, stuff. of course. So the fact that I'm still alive after well, that, all these investments, yeah, like, so I have good skills there, like road safety and that. I am impressed, Elaine. Yeah. I went to Amsterdam with my mother. Oh, oh please do not well, tell me your mother, Frances, got high. Not on that trip. She <laughs> um, <laughs> may have done in her youth. I don't know. I wouldn't like to comment. But um, I, ha- you know, I'm not a smoker or anything. I've not really partaken in, in those kind of activities. However, when in Amsterdam... Thought I'd give it a go, just again another brownie, oh, um, yeah. and I was told before I go that like, if you're going to have it, only have like half because they are very strong. I was told oh. the same thing, so, so to ignore. I, I, listened. <laughs> I listened, and I did only have half, um, and um, I didn't do anything. Like it just did nothing to me. Really? Um, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> initially, so I didn't get any of like the the buzz or any of the, the kind of the good side effects that you one would expect to have from such delicacies um but then through the night basically um i I woke up quite abruptly and started violently being sick everywhere in the hotel room and um that was pretty much me um, being sick for the next like 24 hours however me and my mum were flying home the next day um so that wasn't great so she um she basically had to do all the packing she had to make sure i got onto the taxi okay got onto the plane okay um and it was just basically just couldn't stop being sick i think we we're in the airport checking in and i had to leave her to go and be sick in a bin outside oh my god and yeah and then eventually the kind of sickness started to subside but i was just so warm i was like so hot so we were waiting in the, the kind of departure lounge area and it was all tiled floors and i had to lie <laughs> face down on the tiled floor <laughs> get some coolness and Mother dearest was not impressed. Oh, God. <laughs> Thankfully, I made the flight and it was okay, but I felt it was pretty bad. So, so would not ne- recommend. Never again, Nina. Never again. That happened Never to me again. in Dublin. I was, Elise and I had basically kicked the arse right out the drink and then had to get up at the crack of dawn to fly home. And uh, we were taking shots each to go into the toilet and be sick. And then I had to run to the airport and be sick before we checked in, before we got anywhere. It was a bad day. Oh, it's always a bad day with you. Uh, <laughs> it's a joy to be part of this podcast. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. And as I love to ask all the guests, who would be your top three celebrities that you would take on holiday with you? Oh, oh I don't know. Denzel Washington. Oh, Denzel. Yeah. Kevin um, Bridges. Oh, he'd be a good holiday guest. I feel like he'd be funny. I mean, look, you know I'm going to have to pick a real housewife, let's be honest now. Oh, you have to. I'm going yes, to pick Kyle and Lisa from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I feel like we'd have a lot. Rinna or Vanderpump? 
Eh, run up, back uh, down. She was all about the Rosie and the dogs, and I <laughs> climb trees and get wrecked and that. And she'd be able to watch the dog. Yeah, well, you're, you've got a knack for stealing dogs, so you'll be fine. <laughs> that wasn't me, that was Colin. <laughs> I don't know who I would ask, actually. I don't know. I would pick Denzel Washington, and then I would pick Alyssa Edwards, the drag queen. <gasps> me too. Um, actually, I'd pick Bianca Del Rio, Patch Kevin Bridges, and get Bianca Del Rio, the drag queen. <laughs> Another question that I ask all the guests If you could choose any location to go to in the world and you had all the money, where would you go? LA. Oh, LA, that's a good one. I've lived my best life. I've got to Bora Bora. Oh, Bora Bora. Um, I would go to. Um, actually, Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> I'd maybe go back to Australia, actually. And guys, before we go, of course, the new segment has arrived to this <gasps> podcast episode as well. Exciting. And it is Random Fact of the Day. It is time for Random Fact of the Day. Did you know that Sudan has more ancient pyramids than Egypt? Did not know that. that. Yes, it is claimed to home around 250 pyramids, and Egypt is thought to have just over 100. Who knew? Who knew? (laughs) Thank you very much for joining What We Do on Our Holidays. Thank you. Thank you. Can't wait to hear. Thank you very much for listening to What We Do On Our Holidays. Please go and follow us on Instagram at What We Do On Our Holidays. And if you've got a funny story about a holiday, please email what we do on our holidays at gmail.com.